Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. Joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hello. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, as always. Yeah. So what's new with you? I'm keeping pretty busy. I'm doing lots of walks now that we have nicer weather. Nicer weather definitely helps with walking. Yeah. For sure. I don't like walking in the cold. I'm not really sure that a lot of people enjoy that or prefer Mm. that. So I don't think you're in the minority there. Mm. Yeah, I like when it's nice out. I prefer to be warm or hot than cold. Same here. Same here. Yeah. Especially now as you're getting, getting older and everything. I feel like the heat definitely feels better for the joints and the bones and the muscles. It definitely <laughs> is a lot easier to function in. Well, speaking of heat, you, you've over, I think it's been the past year, tend to drink hot coffee. So it could be like 80 degrees in the house and he'll still have a cup of hot coffee. Yes. Yes. So just this morning, it was warm and I'm like, I'll have an iced coffee. And you're like, I'm going to have my hot coffee. And I thought, you're going to be like, you know, the elderly people you see at the restaurants and it's like 100 degrees. They're eating a hot meal and they're drinking hot coffee. That's going to be you. Yeah, I'll be 105 and I'll be doing that. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Without a doubt. Fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I was making some custom orders uh, for my Etsy shop, making Organite. And that's really fun and exciting. Yeah, you've been busy doing that. It's good. Yeah, my own little cool. elemental pyramid project. Trying to do that. So I've been keeping busy. Yeah, great. And good you? Oh, well, you know. Living that American dream. Ooh. Well, we did something fun this weekend. Okay, go ahead. You, okay. So our friend Karen Rontowski, she has a podcast, Paranormal Karen, and she's awesome and fabulous and we love her. And she asked us to be on her show. And of course, I'm like so nerdy and I got super excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love her. Yeah. But it was really fun. Yeah, we had a good conversation. We did. And it's funny because the whole time we're talking, I was like, it's like I'm listening to like a new episode of Paranormal Karen before it's come out. (laughs) You're such a fangirl. I love her. No, she has such a great show. And I encourage any of our listeners, if they don't already listen to her, please do. Yeah, definitely an enjoyable show. She's a comedian. She is. And she lives out in Los Angeles. She does. And yeah, she has a really fun show. Uh, and I think we had a really good conversation. So mm-hmm. that'll be upcoming soon. Yeah, near future. In the near future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not like you. I don't I don't fan boy out for anybody or anything. <sighs> I don't. I've just never been that way. I don't want to say like, oh, I'm fangirling out. It's like, I, thank you. It's like, so she's just such an awesome person. And every time I listen to her her show, there's a topic I want to hear about. And she's funny and entertaining. And she actually helped me um, after I got back into reading tarot and building down my wall, uh, tearing that down so I could not feel the pain of being an empath all the time. Listening to her show actually helped me a lot because it was like, oh, okay, I'm not alone in this. And oh yeah, that happens to me too. Oh, this is normal. So her show really did help me a lot. And that's why I have so much respect for her. And she's funny and I like funny. 
Funny is good. Yes, for you have sure. to be able to laugh. So I mean, uh, on the on the subject of of being a fanboy or fangirl or a, a fan, or as they say in wrestling, marking out, which I I've always hated that term and that that whole thing. But have you ever met somebody who was quote unquote famous that you just were like, oh my gosh, and you got one all, person? Okay, I who? can't remember if we've talked about it on the show before. I met Elvira. Okay, I love her, and I had Elvira comic books. And so she was at Spooky World years ago, long time ago. And I asked her, you know, brought the, like, can you sign the comic? But I just remember, like, she was so beautiful and her boobs were so big that I was, like, <laughs> staring at her. She's like, oh, who's this too? And I'm just like, what's my name? Huh? Boobs. Woo. <laughs> yeah. She, I was just like, oh. All right. Yeah. Awesome. She's pretty. <laughs> Okay, well that's great. I I don't have any of those stories. I've 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 met and been in the room with quote unquote famous people before, and I've never to be a person's a person. I everybody everybody wakes up in the morning, everybody goes to bed at night or whatever, and everybody uses the bathroom, puts yeah, on their pants the same way. Everybody's a like, person. When so. somebody's had an impact on your life. You I get guess. excited. You're like, oh, and and I try to not keep my hopes too high because usually you get disappointed. But there are just some people where I'm just like, oh, I think you're really cool. But I get like that with normal people anyway. Just somebody, you know, you start talking to like a, a new friend and you're just like, oh, my gosh, you're so super cool. I like you and I'm really excited. I get to be your friend. All right. So it might not be because they're more well-known, I think it's because of the person they are. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't I don't have any of those stories. When I was, when, the first time I, I guess you could say I met somebody that I thought I would have that impact, uh, I met Shawn Michaels, and he was like my big inspiration, the person I wanted to really emulate getting into pro wrestling. And I was 16, and I was like, it's just a guy. Like I wasn't nervous. It was kind of weird. Like I thought I would be starstruck, and I wasn't at all. I was like, all right, he's not as big as I thought he'd be. Was the first thing I thought. And I'm not a big guy at all, but I'm I'm very I'm <laughs> the opposite of big. And I just remember being like, okay, he's a normal person. He had a big chaw in his mouth, so he, you know. And I'm like, all right, so he's just a dude. And then and then he ended up like going and just uh, it, we were actually at the JFK Coliseum in Manchester, New Hampshire. And the way that that building was set up, there was no like locker room area that we, that we just kind of had to set up kind of on the side of the building. Did they put like curtains up? Not really. Oh. No, it was it was weird. They tried to keep like security so people couldn't go to a certain area, but I wasn't looking to go any. It was just it just so happened to be where uh, our vehicle was parked, my buddies and I, and we just see him and, and he's like hey what's up guys how's it going I'm like oh hey how you doing it was just kind of weird like what, what the what I mean, wasn't expecting it to happen and then she's got this big chaw in his mouth he spits out this chaw chewing tobacco for anybody who doesn't know what chaw is and then he just like takes out his toothbrush and starts brushing his teeth and i'm just like this is like the weirdest thing and i'm like okay so this is like my idol and i'm i'm, I'm like oh all right he's just like a regular dude all right and then at, from that from that point on, I met so many different people being in wrestling and, and just, you know, in life and traveling around. And I've been on airplanes with famous people. And well, like, it just, it, 
they're people. Oh, Every, absolutely. You know? like, so I met there's Jimmy nothing really. At a show, we met Jimmy Hart. And uh, yeah. I, like, that dude's awesome. I didn't spaz out. I'm just like, hi, how are you? You know, like, yeah, but pe- people like are inside, people, I'm like, so I don't, I don't get the Jimmy whole. Jimmy Hart. Like, because he's cool. He's funny. He's entertaining. Uh, all right. That's all. I, like, I you guess. You can be excited. There's sure. I guess. Like I just, that. I've never understood the whole being starstruck but thing. But again, and I how people just like, faint and all that kind of stuff just because you meet somebody i i just never got that but anyway so you were asking me what i've been up to and you decided to just keep on going you didn't want to let me catch my breath so uh, i've just been up to just daily walks and uh hanging out with the kiddos yeah is pretty much what i've been up to and uh you know what i've noticed a lot lately too walking in the cemetery a lot more wildlife than in the past I feel like there's a lot more birds. Yeah, way more birds this year. A lot year. more birds, a lot more squirrels and chipmunks that are running around. And I feel like they're closer, like getting closer to me mm-hmm. or to, I mean, I don't know about any other people that walk there, but for myself, I feel like birds, they're just getting down closer. Oh, yeah. I have and, birds and same like thing within with the, a couple feet of yeah, yeah, and same thing with the squirrels and the chipmunks. Yeah. It's kind of cool. And uh, a couple weeks ago, there was uh, a pair of turkeys that were walking around and they were just walking kind of towards me. I was like, okay. So I started walking kind of closer to them. Just normal. Wasn't trying to be make sudden moves or anything. And I got within like two, three feet of these turkeys before they finally were like, oh, okay, that's too close. And they started walking the other way. But it was, it's weird. It's, a, it's I don't know why, but it just seems like the wildlife is coming out more and it's not as scared of people. And I wonder if that's just because of everything that's been going on these past few months. There's less people that are outside Possibly. So maybe these animals don't feel as threatened, maybe. It's possible. It's totally a guess, but it, just an observation. It could be, and I worry about that because I don't want animals getting hurt. If you go out, if you drive on the highway, you might notice that there's more roadkill, and that's because these animals had a few months of nobody on the road, and they finally felt like, okay, it's safe, and as soon as they step out, poor things get hit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I but, mean, that's I don't know. I is. always like to think it's the higher vibration in your energy that attracts att- that attracts animals and wildlife. You could be right. I I tend to think that it's just the fact that there aren't as many people out and being loud and rambunctious and yelling and screaming. Yeah, it could be. I, I I prefer the Snow White factor. What is the Snow White factor? Snow White, like she'd like sing and like the birds and all the little animals and wildlife would come over and help her and be her friend. Remember in Snow White? I haven't seen Snow White in a long time. So, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Um, we, we watched a great movie the other night yes, that we, we just did. happened to find by accident and we'll talk about it for a couple minutes. But it's definitely one that I think we both will... I, I think you're going to end up giving it a recommend. I definitely recommend it. It's called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then The Bigfoot. Is it The Bigfoot or I thought it was And Then Bigfoot? The Man oh. Who Killed Hitler and Then The Bigfoot oh, okay. is the name of the movie. And it stars Sam Elliott and Ron Livingston is also in it. And there's a couple other people yeah, in, in, there's in a, it. Larry well, Miller is in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it's about a guy who is the man who ended up killing Hitler during World War II. And essentially, if you know anything about history, and obviously nobody knows unless they were there, but the accepted history, the accepted story 
that we've been taught is that Hitler committed suicide in his bunker with his, was it his mistress or his, his wife? Girlfriend. His girlfriend, I think. And that's the accepted story. But now evidence has come out that maybe he escaped and whatever. But it's well known that a lot of political leaders have body doubles. A lot of celebrities have body doubles. And it's something that, it's just always been that way. I mean, if anybody watches the Star Wars movies, they, they had they showed that political leaders in that in the Star Wars movies had body doubles, like the Queen Amidala mm-hmm. in the uh, the Natalie Decoys. Portman character. Yeah, D, exactly. And that's just obviously for their security and and things like that. So, in the the premise of this movie is that the the actual real Hitler was not the one they found in the bunker. That was just a, a decoy or one of the doubles. And that the real Hitler was killed by this guy who is Sam Elliott's character. It's a pretty cool story. And then he 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 was he, he went through a lot at being a soldier and working for the U.S. government. And it, it takes place, I want to say, like early 80s. Yeah, I think late 70s, early 80s. It's early. It's got to be early 80s because that... Uh, Billy Squire song. The Billy Squire yeah. song is in it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it had to be like 81, 82. Okay. Anyway, and the U.S. government comes to him, and now he's he's an elderly man. He's in his probably 70s, 80s, and they want him to kill the Bigfoot because the Bigfoot has gotten a case of the flu. Well, it's some kind of virus. Some kind of a virus, some kind of a flu. They they likened it to the flu in the movie. And it's gone out and it's infected a 50 square mile radius of forest land in Wildlife, northern Canada. And it's killed some people. Yes. So it, within that 50 square foot mile uh, uh, radius, they, all the wildlife, any people that live there all died. Mm-hmm. And and f- somehow the government knew that it was the Bigfoot that was <laughs> that was the patient zero, I guess, that had this virus, and they called on him to go out and track it down and kill it because they had his blood on like on file or something, yeah. and they and they tested it and they found out that he was one of like three people, like a small handful of people <laughs> who yeah, are immune, who were immune to this mm-hmm. this uh, disease. Yeah. And so he, he's, he's asked to go. Kill he, Bigfoot, he, yeah. he goes and he, yeah, he's asked to go and, and hunt down Bigfoot. It was a very sad movie. It was pretty sad. It, I don't want to give up too many spoilers. No, I'm not going to give, I'm not going to get into why, but I watched it and I thought it was very good. It was well done. It was entertaining. Each time you saw a certain part, you're like, okay, well, what else happened? What is going on? You're trying to figure it out. And it was a great story, very good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, it but was. He was still so sad. Yeah, his yeah his character. It was, but yeah, it didn't it, take away from the movie. It didn't no. make it bad because it was a really sad movie. No, no. It, if anything, it added to it, yeah. and, and it just showed the the character, I guess, of this man. And I think that was like one of the underlying themes of the movie. Uh, just a, a man, essentially. If a man is honest his whole life, then he's honest. People will trust him. If a man is a known liar his whole life, then nobody's going to trust him. That was kind of one of the themes of the movie. And, and it was just really, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. And who I, 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 I apologize. I don't remember the gentleman's name who wrote, directed, and produced it. But he did a hell of a job because, 
yeah, it was just a really, really well done story and, and just a really cool movie. And it so. was on Voodoo, right? Yeah, and I found it just completely by accident. I, I was explaining to you what, what I do is occasionally I go on and, and every week Voodoo has like sales for movies. So if you want to purchase a movie street to so you can stream it forever, they have they have different sales. So I'll go and I'll check and I'll be like, all right, this is a movie the kids wanted to see. This is a movie you and I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. and it's like five bucks. So, all right, I'll, I'll get it and, and we'll check it out. So I just happened to be scrolling through some of the movies that were on sale. And that was one that was on sale. And I'd never heard of it before. And so I'm like, what is this movie? He calls me over. Just, just the title itself. I'm like, this sounds awesome. He calls me over. <laughs> He's like, look at this movie. So I'm like, okay. And I look and I read the title and I'm like, is that Sam Elliott on the cover? Yeah. And he's like, yes. I'm like, okay, we need to watch this movie yeah. just for the name alone and Sam Elliott's in it. Yeah. Well, I, I watched, I ended up watching the trailer and I said, okay, yeah, this, this, this looks like it'd be good. So just the title alone. I'm like, we're watching this. Yeah. But I saw it. I'm like, why, how have I not heard of this movie? I've heard nothing we about this movie. We don't have regular TV. We don't really no, get commercials or anything no. like we I don't know if this was a movie that I didn't look, but I don't know if it was ever released in I theaters. Know. I don't know if it was like one of those straight to video type deals even, or what. Like we, we don't even know what's in theaters anymore. Well, I don't think anything's in theaters right well, now. Well, not right now, but in general, like the past year. Yeah, like the last, I want to say probably a year, year and a yeah. half. I, I have no idea. Like I saw there was like a new X-Men movie that came out. I'm like, there was? I I didn't know. Yeah, like there, yeah. But anyway, uh, so I had no knowledge of this movie till I found it just completely by accident and then ended up watching it that night and it was, it was really good mm-hmm. just really good so I, we highly recommend that movie yeah. if you're looking for something just totally different it's it wasn't what i expected watching the trailer it yeah. ended up being i don't want to say better or worse than i expected it just wasn't what i expected but i liked it a lot i really ended up enjoying it it's, a lot it's kind of a heavy movie so if yeah. you're looking for something light-hearted like funny this is not this is not movie. no it's not that at all it, but it is i mean it's got you, some might argue that it's kind of slow moving. I don't think so. I think that it's paced pretty well, yeah. and there's there, it's it, it it is pretty heavy on the drama, I guess. But there the action, the the scenes with the action and and all the like just the different spy scenes and the interaction between the main character mm-hmm. and the different people that he encounters, all really well done, very well acted. Sam Elliott's the man. I mean, he's he's awesome. And uh, yeah, it was just just a really really good movie. So definitely recommend it. I hope we didn't give away too much, but I mean the title itself tells you what it's about. But but it's uh, it's just really cool how they get there with everything. So that was a neat movie that we watched. Um, yeah. So do you have any final thoughts on that? No, it's a great movie, and I think people should give it a chance if they haven't. Two thumbs up. Yes. Now, we started talking recently about, not recently, it's been a while, but language Mm. and just the meaning of different words. And I feel like that's something that hasn't been taught in schools in a long, long time. And just reading a lot of different books lately and watching some different documentaries and things like that, listening to different podcasts, what have you. I've been trying to pay more attention to words. And and it, it helps too that I'm now, you know, I'm homeschooling our children and everything and just trying to teach them meanings of things. And I'm teaching the kids Greek. And it's incredible how many words in the English language are rooted from mm-hmm. or come from a Greek word. So 
it's kind of brought me back a little bit to square one, I guess, just looking at the root meanings of things and just how words are formed and everything. And it's pretty interesting. And it's something, like I said, that I don't think anybody really thinks about anymore. But for example, morning, good morning, mm-hmm. right? You say good morning to everybody and everybody's like, oh yeah, it's just what you say. Good morning. But if you think about it, what is morning? If Now, obviously, morning is the beginning of the day. It's mm-hmm. early. That's what we call morning. And we say good morning because you want people to have a good morning. Mm-hmm. But morning is also something when you spell it M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G is something you do when you are sad, mm-hmm. when you are grieving. grieving. Right. And it's it's an emotion of sadness. So by telling somebody good morning, you are meaning to say morning, but it sounds the exact same way as morning when you're sad. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of one of those things that I think a lot of us just take our language for granted. And I stopped saying it in our house. Like I don't say anymore. Now I say good day. Good day. Good day. I'll say it to everybody, like, you know, both the kids yeah. and everything. And I try to get them to say it too because... And, and and there's people now listening going, come on, guy, really, seriously. But think about it. Everything in your life from the time you're born to the time you die, you are programmed in some way. And everything has a meaning. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing oh, that? Oh, because I was moving your hand. I'm not editing this. No. I'm going to leave it right in. But everything you do, you're programmed. Yeah. Right? So... Why would you be mourning? Why Why did that all of a sudden become a thing? Because, if you, you know, like in other countries, they don't say good morning. They say good day. I always think of good day, sir. Right. <laughs> yeah. But that's something that you say. So why did, how did good morning become a thing here? And when you think about it, you are programmed. And by the time you're in your 20s and your 30s, you just, it's just, you don't even think about things. But there's certain things that can trigger a person that can get a person to believe or think a certain way. And it's just a lifetime of programming. And it's funny because when you, when you say you want to spell a word, well, before we even get there, oh, let's okay. continue on morning. Sure. Think of also morning star, the morning star, Lucifer, right? Like, good morning and it's like you think of good sadness good grieving good lucifer (laughs) that's another thing and subconsciously the brain doesn't i mean subconsciously you don't it it, it doesn't differentiate between the two yeah right so you with your tone and of your voice and everything you have the intention you set the intention when you say it to somebody but subconsciously the brain doesn't know what what you're meaning, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's kind of... Are these words set up with ill intentions? It makes ab- you wonder. Absolutely they are. That's that's my point, is that a lot of this stuff is 100%. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the English language, so many words don't make any sense, but they're just accepted, and that's just what they are. And again, I didn't think of it till I started teaching my children words and meanings of words and things like that. And it's just things that my our, our six-year-old will ask me, and I'll be like, well, actually, this is what it means. And he's and he'll say, well, why is it spelled like that? Why do they say it like that? And, and I'm like, I, I, I can't give him a good answer. I'm just, well, that's just the way it is, pal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, but. Go on to spelling next. But spelling, yeah, think about it. You spell a word. Mm-hmm. What is a spell? 
what does it have to do with? You're spelling a word. Mm -hmm. You are casting a spell, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what it is. I mean, I'm not. This is not a conspiracy. That's what it means. Literally, what it means. If you look at things like that that are just put out in the open, Mm -hmm. right? And we talk about conspiracies, and everybody, I think by now knows how I feel about certain things. So many things are put right out in the open, right? Yeah. And and that's essentially the best place to hide something is right out in the open. And remember, it is easier to lie to somebody than to convince them that they've been lied to, mm-hmm. right? So how many times recently, and then this is the last time I'm going to talk about it on this show, I think, but how many times recently have you heard the novel Coronavirus? Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard it referred to as that? What exactly is a novel? Isn't it a story? It's a story. Why has it been called that on certain platforms by certain people, by certain leaders? I'll tell you why. No one's going to like it, but it's because it's made up. It's a story that's being told. And as we can see things that have unfolded recently... It's a story that's been written and been carried out over a long period of time. That's the last time I'm going to talk about that. Well, and I know I probably just angered a bunch of people and whatever, but you know what? I believe topic, what I believe. You believe what you believe. Let's talk about the word government. Yes. Right? What is govern? To rule. To rule. It is to rule. That You know, you look it up into the history of words. And... Even though with America, they try to make it like, oh, yeah, we're going to make it so things are equal and everyone's represented. But at the end of the day, it's about ruling. No different to me from a king or queen. They're telling everyone else what to do because it's their word we must abide by. So, again, I think sometimes these words get used and people don't really understand what it's for. Think about the word icon. Sound it out. I con. Now, the word con, like a con man, that came from confidence man. But the word, the Latin root contra is actually against, like you're going against something. You know, it's a negative connotation. Right. So it makes you, you start thinking about these words you use all the time. The word belief. What is in that word? Right in the middle. Lie. Yeah. 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 And think about the word alien. That's the one. That's one where yeah, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Lie. And that's again. And I. And again, the older I get, the more I get skeptical about aliens being something from another planet. And I feel like that whole thing is just yeah. right in the name. Mm-hmm. It's a lie. Yeah. And it, it. It's just a lot of times it makes you think because. There is theory that a a lot of these things were set up years ago, not like 10, 20 years ago, not even like 100 years ago, but going back hundreds of years. Yes. These things were set up because they're playing the long game. Of course. And so this is how you use it as you're forming words and you take it and you manipulate it a little bit. And I mean, if you even think about how words one time meant one thing and now they mean something totally different yeah it happens and we're to the point now I, i'm sorry no, fin- no, no, finish you your on. thought nope, you go on. i was gonna say we're to the point now where certain words 
have been hijacked by people mm-hmm. for movements and causes. Mm-hmm. And we're to the point now over the past, I want to say maybe 10, 12 years where words can trigger you and offend you and they're fucking words, people. They're words, but that's... I was just like, I have a few triggers and they're on my firearm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's where we're at. So anybody that thinks that language is not important and doesn't have a Mm -hmm. use, you're a very ignorant person because Mm -hmm. it absolutely does and language and information, especially nowadays, has been so weaponized against us. And with things like stuff that we've never really covered on the show, but eventually I'd like to do a show on it. Things like MKUltra and Mind Control, oh, which yeah. is a declassified program. It's out there. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a real thing that the government did. Some argue still do. And on a mass scale now with media, MKUltra, they essentially, you had a trigger word that would get somebody to do an action that they were programmed to do. Oh, wow. That seems really familiar with something happening lately. Why is that? Weird, huh? But instead of being on an individual program scale, it's on a massive. A mass scale. And you think about it, one of the tenets of, of mind control and hypnotism and things like that is repeating the same words over and over again. And you notice this whole thing that's happened over the last few months we're in this together. There's marketing around everything. There, It's COVID-19. It's the coronavirus. Occasionally, the novel coronavirus gets slipped in there. So they tell you, whoever's in control, they let us know what's going on. You just got to be awake to realize what's happening. And yeah, everything, it's just so weaponized. Language is so weaponized. And I think we just take it for granted because... We're not taught any differently. We're not taught any better. Our critical thinking skills as as a population are gone. They're completely gone. Now, all it takes is a 20-second video on social media to start riots. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, whether you believe that in it but don't believe in it, whatever your stance is, doesn't matter. That's all it takes now. And you have, thankfully, a lot of people with their cell phones now take videos of things that are going on that are not really what we think they are. Mm-hmm. So with with that said, things like the riots and stuff like that, you see so many agent provocateurs that are there. Mm -hmm. But how does this stuff get started? How does it get going? It's all language. We're all programmed. And we have been for years through our media, through just everything, through schooling, our, our whole lives. We've been brought up hearing and thinking and seeing certain things. And it's right in the word. What does it mean? Right? Exactly. Think about the word hello. Yeah, this is a fun one. <laughs> Think about it. Hell, low. Yeah. Yeah, hell is pretty low. It's down there. Yeah. And is that what you're wishing upon people? Like you think it's... Not you know, knowingly, but yeah. yeah, but these words do have meaning and Even not unknowingly a, you may be doing that. A phrase I use all the time, bless you. But some say what you're telling people is be less than you understand do you understand you are standing under someone Mm -hmm. that's what that means that's literally what that means so you are when you were saying to somebody do you understand Mm me that you that's what you are literally saying to somebody 
So I used to say that to my kids, and when I realized that and when I figured that out, now I don't say that. I say, does that make sense to you? Yeah. Does that make sense? Do you get it? I won't say understand anymore because, I'm, but yes, I'm their father, but they're not less than me. They're, you know what I mean? And like, think about when most people say, do you understand? It's usually in like a controlling kind of way. Like, do you understand? It's more like yeah. forceful when forceful when they say it. I, like it, a it lot can, of times. It can be, yes. But I feel like that even throws more action into the word. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, a lot of times, again, a lot of these words come from Greek and Latin roots. Mm-hmm. But there are words that have no root. And you're like, okay, where did that come from? Another thing with um, bless, it actually came from like thousands of years ago. And it had to do with, we get there? Your your mic, it's like going in and out. It's oh, weird. That's yeah. weird. Okay. Let's you're, try again. You better now. It there had to go. do with um, mostly religion, but kind of offering to your gar, uh, God, spiritual offerings, even blood sacrifices, people giving their blood as an offering. And some of the other words that came from that had words that were like bled in it and it became bless. So it's kind of interesting. And like, that's something I use all the time. You sneeze. Oh, bless you. Bless you. Yeah. yeah you don't bless think your it. heart, yeah, you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You don't, Blessings. you don't think anything of it. Yeah. And it just kind of makes you wonder like, am I doing something negative? And I like, for me, the way I like to look at it is it's about your intention. When you're saying it to somebody what is your intention? If you have pure positive intentions, then that energy is going to picked up, going to get picked up. But if you have negative intentions and you're saying it, but you're really meaning something else, that can get picked up too. So it's all about your intentions and your energy. I agree that that, that has a big part of it. But again, words have meaning and so many of us use words and we don't understand what they mean, what their true meaning is. And the subconscious doesn't get the difference. And that's, and that's the thing. The subconscious doesn't get the difference. Now, some people may argue, well, if you were never taught and you just get these words and you use these words and it shouldn't matter because subconsciously you don't know the difference because you were never taught that. And that's not true. It's not true there. Depending on how, you look at the world, what you believe as far as religion, spiritually, whatever the case may be, somehow, some way, you know. Because anything that you put out there, mostly with intention, as you said, anything you put out there, it's out there. Whether Mm -hmm. or not you know what it means or not doesn't matter. And unfortunately, the powers that be people that take advantage of other people, people that, like I tell our kids, are sitting at the top of the pyramid, they know, and they know the intentions, and they have their intentions set, and they know how to program and how to mass manipulate. So they take advantage of people that don't know any better. Oh, absolutely. And that's why we're so big on telling people, find out for yourself. Look these things up. And just... Don't be afraid to learn. I mean, I we were talking about these things and what did I do? I started looking things up because my argument is, well, if we're using this English word, 
then that derive from Greek or Latin roots, then how can there really be ill intent? But sometimes it's taking something because you can look it up, but just manipulating it a little bit. You know what I mean? To yeah. fit your intentions. But if you think about it too now, how often do you hear somebody that knows Latin or that oh, knows yeah. Greek or that knows that certain words came from those roots? They're not taught anymore. And there's a reason for that because that knowledge is being suppressed. Not to everybody. There are some people that still study and know it. Mm-hmm. And there's some people whose children study and know it and under- get it, understand it. So you just caught yourself I there. D- I did, but most people don't, and that's pretty scary. And again, it's not taught in schools anymore. To my knowledge, anyway, it's not taught. They don't even teach kids cursive in school anymore. When yeah. I found that out, I couldn't believe it. Like, well, are you kidding? A lot of schools do, but it's for just a couple of weeks. They don't spend a lot of time on it. I remember being in, uh, I think I learned cursive in third grade. And then after that point, from that point on, that's all. When you were handwriting, everything had to be cursive. So to now, I mean, most kids now, I don't even know if they even work on handwriting all that much anymore. Well, because now they have everyone typing. Everybody's typing and on a tablet or whatever else. I'm not not a big proponent of that. I think everybody should know how to to write and use a pencil and paper. And it's good for your fine motor skills, too. Yeah, of course. Especially for children. Of course. So it's, it's pretty... Crazy, and and some people may say, well, yeah, but that's just how we're developing, and that's just how we're evolving as people. Well, as a person, though, I would argue that you still need to, like you said, have fine motor skills, and you still need to learn how to do these elementary, basic things. You want to have your kid learn how to use technology? Great, of course, it, it, it's it's relevant. It's you need it in today's world just to function, right? Yeah. Because everything is dependent on it. But to not know how to write. Or hold a pencil. Yeah. And there's a lot of people. Some people might go, come on. No, really. There's a lot of people whose kids can't do that anymore. I don't know why, but the Twilight Zone episode to serve man just popped in my head. What does that have to do with it? I think it was part of like the not knowing where if, if you've watched the Twilight Zone in that episode, it's really good. It's about these aliens that come to Earth and they're like, oh, we're here in peace. And they have this book and they are trying to decipher the language. And they decide like, we're going to show you, you know, how to fix your planet. And we'll have some of our people here and we're going to take some of your people to our planet and you can live there and we'll teach you stuff. And it sounds like this awesome deal. So one of the guys who's working on deciphering, like in the lab, deciphering the language and having to do with the intergalactic relationship, I guess you could say. Well, the the book, right? Well, it, he, yeah, he's about, book. yeah, and he's about to um, get on the ship and they realize what the book, after they translate it, means to serve man is literal because they eat them. <laughs> it's a cookbook. And yeah, the, and the so alien, the alien whose name was, uh, what was his name? Canamite. Canamite was the was the guy's <laughs> name, the, the alien's name. And he was all like, oh yeah, come on in yeah. and eat this yummy food. Uh, and and, and he ends up getting pulled up on the ship before he can change his mind. And they're like, you have to eat because they want to fatten him they up. But it just made me think of yeah. like that ignorance. Yeah. And that like, oh yeah, just go along with what they say because why... And yeah, it's like, no, we have to kind of stop and sometimes slow down a little bit. 
and not just like you're talking about like go along with technology it's like okay that's awesome but sometimes you have to slow down and kind of go back to where you were don't forget everything you've learned just because there's new stuff continue doing that as well right and 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 that's that's the thing is nowadays and especially with how fast things get rolled out Mm -hmm. people are just too quick to Mm want to be we've been conditioned to always want the latest and greatest technology and to everything's it's vanity based if you think about it because does it matter if i have an iphone what are they on now the, the 11 12 whatever whatever they're on does it matter if i've got the latest one because mm-hmm. the one three years ago looks the same Here, maybe here's maybe the, the camera's that. a little better but aside from that here's the thing with that what's your the battery difference? starts to run out <laughs> well yeah and that's of course it stops working as well because they want you to get the yeah new but, one. but that's that's all done by design oh but absolutely I mean, but it really though do you need to have the latest and greatest of everything? No, no we're talking really. about getting, going back to like the flip phones. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. rid of all that technology. Yeah, but it's too much. Yeah, I think what we need to do is sometimes slow down and really take a look at things and stop and wonder like, you know, why? Why does that word mean that? What does this really mean? Look it up find out for yourself. Figure out uh-huh. like, how does that word make you feel like, you know, explore everything and learn about everything and just find out for yourself yeah well like we say with everything don't just take our word for it do some research Mm -hmm. if it it interests you do some research and and and, you know think for yourself look for yourself you brought up the talking about the twilight zone there are so many great classic twilight zone episodes that are so relevant to things that are going on today if you've never seen that show, and I'm not talking about the new ones, the classic black and white Rod Serling Twilight Zone episodes are so good, and they really do get you thinking. If 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 nothing else will, and you need a TV show to get you to think, that's a good one to watch to get you to think. But yeah, it's just it's it's incredible. Just uh, some of the stuff because uh, you started saying that, and I started having different ones pop through mm-hmm. my head. I'm like, oh yeah, that that actually would be relevant today like that would be relevant today that's what this world needs a little bit right now we need some more twilight zone no i, I would argue that we need to just eliminate technology altogether and True. just all start talking to shut each other again shut your tv again. off shut your tv watch off watch some twilight off. zone for an hour or two then shut off your tv and go outside get, get off your social media go plant something yeah go take a walk go hang out with your neighbors visit with your family not facetime that's that's what I think we need more of. We need more community. And, and, and like I was talking with you the other day, mm-hmm. I took our son on a walk around the block and just every time I see people now, especially in the last couple of years, I've been very conscious. I've made a conscious effort to always wave, smile and say hello. Whereas before that, I, I just never did. I was always just like, eh, keep, keep to myself kind yeah. of person. Now I always, if I don't know, I don't care if I know you or not. Hi, how you doing? I give you a nice <laughs> I big knew smile. That anyway. <laughs> I know you know you've always been like that, yeah. but I mean myself, me personally, I never was like that, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I just never was. And well, that, I think sometimes people either one they don't want to be bothered. They're worried. Oh my god, is someone going to try to have a conversation with me, or is this person going to try to be creepy? Um, and I think sometimes people just feel really awkward. It's like, why are they saying hi to me? I'm a stranger, or I'm I shouldn't talk to strangers. Whatever it might be whatever yeah whatever the case may yeah. be but i yeah. don't care i say hi I, well i started to as well and I, and 
more often than not, people will smile and wave back or say, hey, how's it going, yeah. man? Or how you doing? You know, depending on who it is. And and I see a lot of people walking in the cemetery. A lot of people obviously walk around mm-hmm. the block. You know, and, and I just smile and say hi. And I've, I have yet to be met with anybody like with a mean look or anything like I, nothing. I haven't gotten a mean look. A few days ago, there were two younger people. They were probably in their 20s and they were walking. And I walked by, I'm like, hi. And they just totally ignored me. So I've been ignored. But I haven't had anyone be rude. I like to do the nod, like, because if I'm, like, really, like, getting out of breath because I'm, like, power walking, I walk super fast. And I like to choose all the hills. But, um, like, sometimes I'll do, like, a nod, like a hey and, like, a nod. But, yeah, I like saying hi to people. I, I, I now find that I like it as well. But, I like, like I said, I, I never used to be like that. I never used to be like that at all. And I mean, it took me be getting into my 40s to finally go, hey, you know, I should probably be people are more friendly to people and just wave and say hi. And why why everybody isn't like that? I don't know. We're just somewhere along the line. We've all collectively, not not everyone, obviously you are an exception, but for the most part, people have just gotten away from that. And it's, it's kind of well, sad. Well, I think it's if really you want to make a difference with things, start with your own neighbors you start you start in your and then, own backyard yeah start start like with your own family start with your neighbors then start with your then go to your neighborhood and work on your community and start super small scale because sometimes when you do baby steps it's easier than looking at something saying like this is too big how do we fix it just start on a really micro scale just start in your backyard get to know your neighbors that's like everything yeah yeah just baby steps that's yeah. Rome wasn't built in a day, as the saying goes, you know, one step at a time. Yeah, yep. you get get friendly with your neighbors and yeah. put out good vibes and hopefully people reciprocate. And if they yeah. don't, that's their problem. There's no need to be down about it. Nope, you know, don't. Every, everybody's on their own path. Well, and, so. and that's the thing. Like, we were talking about language and things like that, but I feel like there's always a push from others telling everyone how they should feel about things. And I hate that because sometimes people have to go through stuff to get to a certain point. Right. And that's their journey. That is their path that they're meant to be on. And don't get bothered by that. Just, okay, they're on a different path than I am. Let let them be on their path. I'm on mine. And sometimes it takes a while for people to start realizing things. Like I get frustrated when people don't realize things. And I'm like, oh my God, how do you not see this? But instead of getting frustrated, it's like, you know what? They're not ready for that. Uh, one of the things I was thinking about today is you ever walk by something a million times, like you go down a road or a certain path and all of a sudden one day you notice something and you're like, I've gone this way a thousand times. How have I never noticed this? Right? Sure. And I was like, well, it's because you weren't meant to until this point. Sometimes the things that have been there all along, you weren't ready to see it. You have to get to a certain point until you can. So I like I think people like I would get hard on myself like what's wrong with me? I'm not observant. But it was like I wasn't meant to be there yet. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because for sure that's when you're saying you, that's when your pet peeves people tell you how you should think and how you should believe. I, I'm, I'm with you there. I That's a big pet peeve of mine too. That's why I've kind of removed myself almost entirely from social media in the past it hurts month my heart or so much. I, yeah it's just people that are friends of mine and, and are you know just spouting out different things and mm. 
the big one you mentioned this one earlier today if you don't agree with me just unfollow me now like that like come I hate on ultimatums. Like, even if i seriously. do agree with you i'm going to unfollow you uh, you know i just don't those be like that. those things just kind of bug bug me a little bit but no no i'm not gonna say don't be like that be however you want to be oh yeah but <laughs> i'm just, just saying like don't don't accept me to okay I, I don't, don't accept me to don't expect you don't no yeah don't expect me to be like oh okay whatever it's, it's like that's your path but okay that's i just take as universe is saying nope there's negativity don't be around that that's my path fair enough yeah i just i i i I don't want to tell anybody, don't be like this. Don't be like, no, be however you want to be. Yeah. Don't, because I don't like people telling me how to think, how to act. So I'm not going to tell you how to think or how to act either. Mm-hmm. It, it goes both ways. Yeah. And it's good to give like advice on things. Like if somebody, I try to do. If somebody asks, I will give advice. That's always how I've been. But you know me, I like to give out like, you know, telling people like, you, hey, that's your path. And it's not like you should do this or you should feel this way. It's just like, hey, this is my experiment experience and this is how I feel and it's just a way to be more positive about things with yourself yes I I can't remember where I saw this but if somebody is telling you you should you must you have to do this or if you don't do this anybody that uses that kind of language that's not anybody I want to be around I, I can't remember who said that it, but it, and I'm paraphrasing the quote, but it's that's the essence of it, mm-hmm. and I couldn't agree more because who the hell are you to tell anybody how they should be feeling or acting? Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. Everybody's been brought up differently. Everybody's got different circumstances they deal with in their life. So for anybody to say you must act like this or you should act like this or if you don't do this, then this. It's like that ultimatum, though. I don't like. We've talked about right. it before yeah. in earlier episodes. We don't sure. like ultimatums, right? But I think too that. A lot of what I've seen on social media is these people who are so vile with what they write. They're so just mean spirited and they say things like the whole coronavirus. They'd say, oh, you don't want to wear a mask. Well, I hope, you know, you're you and your family all get sick and die. What? That, and these are people who are allegedly all about love and light. <laughs> you know, they're talking about like, it's like, oh my gosh, that's not the way I would go about it. But it just, it blows my mind um, how contradictory some people can be. And it hurts my heart. Like my soul hurts seeing this negativity. And it's like, I just want to try to be positive. I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do. I don't care what you think I should do. I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to be positive about it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm all about just live and let live. live and, especially in the in America where we are. This is, this is the land of liberty and freedom, or at least it used to be. And slowly but surely, all that stuff's getting eroded and mm-hmm. taken away because everybody is just at each other's throats. And I, I just, I don't agree with it. I, I, I doesn't matter if you agree with me or not, but my, my views are, you're not going to tell me what I have to do, what I must do, because that's not what this country was founded on. And until that document that's several hundred years old is burned, shredded, and universally by its citizens agreed that we will no longer use this as the law of the land, until that happens, that's that's my that's what I go by. 
But not just that. Like those we are, have. I mean, that's that's what this country was founded on was freedom and liberty. But we're all born with free will too. You're born. You know what? From the minute of conception, you're given that divine spark where you've got your rights and your freedoms. Mm-hmm. And all our lives, we have to fight to keep those rights and freedoms because. There's people at every turn trying to stomp them out, mm-hmm. and well, they do control. it. They do it from the time you're born till mm-hmm. the time you die. Yeah. And now it's gotten to the point where most people don't know their rights, they don't know their freedoms, mm-hmm. or they think that if you don't wear a mask, you're making them unsafe, and you're not. You're. I'm sorry, but my freedom doesn't end where your fear begins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's. I know that's a meme that's out there, but it's but so true. I think. And oh, sorry. Thank you. And we all need to remember where we came from. We all need to remember it's about life, liberty, and not the pursuit of happiness because that word now has been taken over by the UNNWO. Not sure if you've seen that yet. I'll show you later. But that has now been, been hijacked. Do you know the original saying was life, liberty, and the pursuit of property? So yes, that a citizen that. could get land and own land so that they could build a home and a life for themselves and their families on. That's what it's all about. That's what this country was built on. And again, until that is universally accepted among all the citizens as not being the case anymore, until those words are burned, destroyed, that's, that's my belief. Mm-hmm. And you can like it, you can not like it, you're free to do whatever you want, and likewise, I'm free to do whatever I want. As long as you're not harming anybody. You use the word belief. Okay. That's your philosophy. It's my Yeah, it is. And, and everybody's got their own belief system. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. But you were going to say, go ahead. I forgot. But I think it was along the lines of... Um, I f- we I can f- all coexist and get along. Well, yeah, but I think it's about understanding. We have to start putting ourselves in other people's shoes and try to understand, like whether or not you agree with them, try to understand their point and where they're coming from. You want to stand under them? No, what did I say? Understand. Understand. (gasps) Yes. You see? So you don't even think about it. Yeah, and you just use it. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. what I mean. You don't even think about it. That's it's a life <laughs> of not thinking yes. about the words you're using and what they really mean. But yeah, so it's just. But about I'm with you. Yeah, put yourself in other people's shoes, if, if, especially people you don't agree with. Yeah. Where are they coming from? And and be compassionate with people, especially people you don't agree with, because mm-hmm. hey, they've had different circumstances and different things that have happened story. in their life. You don't know their story. Yeah. You don't know my story. Yeah. I think we all just need to hug it out. Yeah, I mean that. that I'm such a hugger. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, and and I think just everybody's got to start, like you said before, worry about what's going on in your backyard. Yeah. We all need to start loving each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. light and love, baby, light and love. Yeah, jeez, I mean, and I mean, I'm guilty of it as, as well. I I lose my temper a lot. I've got that fiery Greek temper, and and I'll get upset about certain things. But I, I think that everybody, if if they feel like they're being their rights, their health, their safety is being infringed upon. They're going to get upset. Yeah. They're passionate uh, about it. They? Yeah, <laughs> and that's the thing. And that, unfortunately, that's what's being taken advantage of mm-hmm. with everybody now. But it's kind of funny that over the, we're recording this on May 31st. Over the past few days, there's been riots going on around the country. 
nobody's talking about the damn novel coronavirus anymore. Nobody's social distancing either. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> what happened? It Did it just working. all of a sudden gone? No. No, it wasn't working. It didn't get the desired outcome, or maybe it did. Maybe maybe it did. Maybe it got everybody to the point where now they're going to go out and they're going to riot and this and that. And everywhere, there are things popping up showing there are bricks being dropped on pallets in front of buildings. There are people that are going around who are agent provocateurs. They are there strictly to get riots started. They're organizing riots online. There are Craigslist ads that are going out now for crisis actors, for people to go and riot. They're recruiting people for these things. And I know, for example, in Minneapolis, the riots that occurred there, even the governor came out and said that most of the people that were arrested were from out of state. So you have people that are just taking advantage who are paid, I'm mm-hmm. guessing, to go to these places and to foment dissent and chaos. That's horribly sad. It really is. So and let's end this. Oh, go on. No, and, and, and I was just going to say, just be careful what you're getting sucked into and what you're believing because especially if you're watching TV, you're being told a story. You're not being told the story. You're being told a story. Mm-hmm. And remember who runs the media. Who's in control of media? It's just a select group of people that own all of these different outlets where we are expected to get information from. So just be aware of that. Be careful. And please, wherever you are, just be safe. Keep your head on a swivel if you're out in public because you never know what's coming your way. And don't be afraid to say hi to people. And yeah, and for the most part, just try to be nice and kind to people. I was just just be a good human being. You can't go wrong. As as tough as it is, but I think a lot of times we just got to unplug from things Mm -hmm. because that's what gets us. I mean, if I go on social media within five minutes, I'm already feeling like angry or, oh, you know, whatever the case. I I have to put my phone down and go, okay, that's enough of this for a while. So anybody that's been trying to text me or call me, if I don't get right back to you, that's why. Because I just, I put my phone in airplane mode so I can't look at anything. And with that, we want to thank our listeners. I mean, I see yeah. like we've, we've been picking up more and more listeners yes. and in different countries too. And ultimately like... We love to see that. I know. It's so <laughs> cool. So we just want to say thank you so much for listening to us and you know, big hugs to you. Like if I could just hug all of you, I totally would. (laughs) But we hope you're healthy and we hope you're happy and we hope you're safe. It's so sad. We shouldn't have to say we hope you're safe. That should not have to be said. And it makes me sad, but... It shouldn't have to be, but I think it's good practice to say it now. I know. But almost kind of you got to almost kind of remind people, but I mean, that's, hey, that's how it is. And that, you know what? That's, that's fine. That's where we're at. We can't control the world that we live in. We can only control... Our world, you know, our immediate, our our actions, what we, what we do, how we react to things. But yeah, so we hope everyone is doing well. Yeah, hundred percent, and and we definitely love to hear from everybody. Uh, You can reach us on our Twitter at Homeworker Pod, and that's mostly Monique doing that. Just so you know, I'm like I said, I I won't go on there because just too much negativity, and I feel like. And I shouldn't care, but I feel like if I go and I unfollow a bunch of my friends and people that are sharing things or liking things that just show up on my little Twitter feed. timeline, feed, what do they call it? Feed. Okay. I feel like I'm going to hurt people's feelings, so I don't want to go and do that. But there have been times where I've just been like, you know, I'm just going to unfollow everybody. 
I'm done. You're going to have like this. one, you're just like, you're going to follow one person. I'll follow you, and, that I'll will follow be you and that'll be mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know? Uh, so yeah, definitely reach out to us on there. And, uh, you know, if you have any show requests or anything like that, we'd love yeah, to hear from you. If there's a topic you want, let yeah, us know. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're always, we love interacting with people and, uh, we have an Instagram. Yes. Homewrecker podcast. We have a website. Homewreckerpodcast.com. And if you haven't already, like our YouTube or Brighteon page. And we're trying to push Brighteon more because they're not censoring people. Yeah, that's another big thing, censorship. Mm-hmm. We're not going to get into too much yeah. of that here, but Brighteon.com, B-R-I-G-H-T-E-O-N. Yes. And they are, it's a free speech zone. Yes. So it, you know, if you feel like you can't say what's on your mind... Go there. And mm-hmm. I know that there's a couple other different social media that we're not on currently, but I'm, I'm going to explore them a little bit yeah. just because I don't think we say anything controversial, but I mean... You never know. You never know. It could be something I said today. It could be viewed as... Uh, could make me persona non grata tomorrow. It, yeah, everything's changing know. that quick. So we're big on, on, on free speech. And if you don't agree with me, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I like... I'm all about having a civil conversation about your thoughts and mine because yeah. i think that's what again conversing yeah talking to each ideas other. exchange of yeah. ideas that's what that's what life is about yeah how else are you gonna grow right you gotta get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and, and hear somebody else's viewpoints if you're on our website you can buy a shirt a homewrecker podcast shirt we have the one like i have so if you're watching this you can't like you might have heard me getting up if you're listening i stood up but it, for those watching I have my Homewrecker podcast tank top. We also have our family dinner shirts and tanks. Yes. Yes. So, you know, if you can't afford it, buy a shirt and support us. Yeah, we appreciate that for sure. And just tell people, hey, these guys are all right. Yeah. They're not too, too bad. They They don't don't suck too much. They don't upset us that much when we listen (laughs) to them. I mean... The, the guy's kind of a, eh. it's but, funny because the you, girl's really cool. <laughs> it's so funny because we'll have these conversations where Alex like, oh no, they just listen for you. And I'm like, I really don't think that's the case. I don't, but thank you. That's what, that's my, well, you're my wife. That's, thank I mean, you. that's what I think though. I, I hope people get something out of what we say. I feel like your delivery maybe is a little bit better because I do tend to get fired up sometimes if I'm, if I'm in a mood. I'll get, I'll get fired up and maybe I come across as abrasive. So if that's what you think of me, that's just me. I, I'm passionate about topics that I care about. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I am. And, and I, do, I do try to better myself and catch myself sometimes. You, you will give me, you, you'll give me a little pinch sometimes under the table or something if I'm getting, going so down a road and you can, kind of, you can kind of sense me getting a little bit riled up. So I appreciate that. But yeah, we, we're all about just uh, free speech and, and just having a civil conversation. Free so, speech and love, baby. Yeah, that's it. So if you're if you're listening, especially everybody, all our new listeners, we thank you uh-huh. so much. Thank and we, we hope you keep coming back. And uh, yeah. Yeah, subscribe so, if you oh, listen, yeah, sub- wherever you listen. Yeah. And on our videos, please subscribe and like. That's right. Yeah, give us so, five stars five on stars, iTunes or anywhere the, you can rate us. That please. is the magic number. Give us a good five. rating, not a bad one, please. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yes, Thank please. you so much. So until next time, again, wherever you are, we hope you are safe, healthy, and happy. Do something every day to make yourself happy, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Take, take some time for yourself and be happy. 
So till next time, I am not editing this at all, by the Why way. Why not? Don't. I won't. Yeah. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I've been joined as always by my beautiful, and you are very beautiful. Thank you. Lovely. And you are very lovely. Ah, shucks. <laughs> gorgeous. And you are very gorgeous. You're making me blush over here. <laughs> Amazing. Trophy wife. Oh, wait, you're not saying, you're not going to say, and you are amazing? I was waiting for it. Well, I thought it would be too predictable. Oh, alrighty then. My beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, and you are amazing. You know that's right. Trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. <laughs>